The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Star Wars 7x7, episode 521. Today, George Lucas and The Force Awakens. Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in the Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod. And let's start from the very base of everything, shall we? Which is that for whatever (laughs) nitpicky things you and I have about any or all of the movies or the special editions or whatever, the fact of the matter is, is that we all owe George Lucas a huge debt of gratitude. You know this. I know this. This is where we should probably all be starting from when we start conversations about Star Wars is how lucky we all are to have this incredible series of stories in our lives today. And really, it's kind of a shame that he's not involved with Star Wars anymore. I mean, I know, yeah, you could certainly make the argument that the prequels had too much of him in it and not enough of the other creative forces that could have come into play, like happened with Empire and Jedi that made them as good as they were. So yeah, obviously you can make that argument. And yet, I wish there was an <laughs> there was an alternate reality in which George Lucas could be involved with Star Wars and yet still make the same kinds of movies that he did like with the original trilogy where he had creative input from other people and he wasn't the dictator as he described it recently and we're going to get into that in a moment where he could still be involved and he could still be appreciated for what he's done and yet essentially he's been driven out of Star Wars by us by the fans and this is him talking in an interview with Vanity Fair recently you go to make a movie and all you do is get criticized and people try to make decisions about what you're going to do before you do it. You know, it's not much fun. And you can't experiment. You can't do anything. You have to do it a certain way. Now, on the one hand, this could be seen as just sour grapes about getting criticized for movies. I mean, you know what? That's life, right? Everybody criticizes movies, and you don't have to be a Star Wars movie maker to get criticized. And that whole thing about experimenting, well, you know, he got to experiment a ton, right? with all the prequels and nobody was standing over his shoulder telling him what he should and shouldn't do so and that doesn't quite hold water with me and yet and yet we should be at the place now where we're past all of our raw wounds over the prequels or over the special editions if you've got them we should be at the point where we should now be able to focus on the incredible visionary genius of Lucas as a storyteller and not continue to take him to task over what we feel are any shortcomings or failings for anything that he's done over the past years. And it's weird, it's weird, isn't it, to not see his name anywhere in relation to The Force Awakens, not in the poster, you know, not in the trailers, no, like, inspired by George Lucas or anything like that. And yet... You know, it's almost as if there was no other choice. I mean, in an interview with the Washington Post, he says 
There's no such thing as working over someone's shoulders. You're either the dictator or you're not. And to do that would never work. So I said, I'm going to get divorced. I knew that I couldn't be involved. All I'd do is make them miserable, and I'd make myself miserable. It would probably ruin a vision. JJ has a vision, and it's his vision. It kind of kills you hearing that, that he's likening the whole thing to a divorce. And the dictatorial thing, too. Like, I mean... He wasn't a dictator for Star Wars or for Empire or for Jedi. And it created the most beloved movies of all time. Okay, yeah, arguably most beloved movies of all time. Sure, I should probably say that. But he wasn't a dictator on those. He couldn't have been a dictator on those. And that's what he got out of it. And to not be able to collaborate... Obviously, everybody has to collaborate to some degree. But if he's describing his process as being dictatorial, that just doesn't work. It just doesn't work. And I, oh, gosh, where did Lucas go wrong over the years? Where did it suddenly cross the line for him? These are the kinds of questions that I would love to hear somebody ask him. Like, why does he now see it as a dictatorial process when it wasn't like that before? And it is a shame, too, because Lucas has incredible story ideas. He really does. And he's able to collaborate with the, you know, the concept designers and all the visual people and do all that stuff. So that's working. But it's just it's always been the script. The script has always been where the rubber hit the road and where the big challenge was for him. And the more he got away from having the Larry Kasdans of the world involved. And yes, I know Larry Kasdan said he was, you know, offered a chance to be in the prequels and that he passed on it. And yes, there were other people who punched up the scripts here and there, but nobody who actually, like, tore the thing down and rebuilt it back up from what it was or gave, you know, crazy different drafts of things. That's the shame of it with the prequels for me. And then when you get into The Force Awakens and you talk about the fact that he had treatments developed that they bought, they bought, they bought Lucasfilm based on not just what the assets existing were, Disney, but the treatments as well. And then to look at them and say, okay, well, we decided to go in a different different direction. And Kathleen Kennedy says it's just um, part of the developmental process, that it wasn't something that they just threw out. She said it was more like just an evolutionary sort of thing. But now Lucas is saying, in an interview with CBS Sunday Morning, he says that Disney looked at the stories and said, we want to make something for the fans, and said people don't actually realize it's actually a soap opera and it's all about family problems, it's not about spaceships. So they decided they didn't want to use those stories, they decided they were going to do their own thing, so I decided, fine, I'll go my way and I let them go their way, unquote. And I guess as a fan, I'm trying to work this out in my head and try and figure out just what exactly I feel about the fact that Lucas's stories are not being used. That it is that the man who was such a huge part of my childhood and my early adulthood is not involved in these new stories. And of course, of course I'm excited about The Force Awakens. Couldn't be happier that we've got a new one coming out. It's just that I do wish there was a little bit more of Lucas involved. All right, let's talk trivia, shall we? I can do this. I can do this. Last time we asked you who confidently told Luke, with each passing moment you make yourself more my servant, and that was the Emperor. Today's question, what did the Tidarium transmit to gain passage to Endor? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you get scammed by Obi-Wan's wordplay, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. 
And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com slash SW7X7. It's not a certain point of view, it's Destiny Unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!